Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to the 10-12, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference. I'm your host, Philip Slavin. Thank you for joining us on a Thursday. We are here to do what we do every Thursday, make picks, the Big 12, and some games around the country. Joining me, as they always do, my good friends, Daniel Alexander of Grinders with Blinders. Daniel, how are you, sir? Doing very well. Happy to be here. Let me take this moment to uh, pat myself on the back. Respect the blind squirrel. Respect the broken clock. I went five and zero last week, my friends. Yes, it's a very nice week Love for it. Daniel. Uh, also, as always, the LGGOG himself, Chris Ross, buddy. How are you? Uh, I could be doing better. You jinxed me, and I'm, you know, I'm not over it because uh, <laughs> that that Texas Tech Oklahoma State game. In a, you know, I think it was like five minutes left, and you text, "Oh, Daniel's going to miss the over because." Texas Tech didn't score. I was like, there's five minutes in this game. This game is crazy. Don't jinx me like that because Oklahoma State currently had the the cover as they had for most of the second half. And, yeah, sure enough, Texas Tech went and scored again. And Gundy being Gundy, we knew he was going to try to score. He was just going to try to run out the clock. And uh, Texas Tech got the cover. And insult injury, Jackson had a phenomenal day, breaks through the line. No one there, and he takes a knee on the five to run out the clock. I, uh, I'm not over that one, so, yeah. I'm sorry. He did the right thing, but I'm sorry. I didn't help you. I knew um, as so- soon as you texted that. As soon as you texted that, I knew. I was like, man, they're going <laughs> to score again. Phillips, or Daniel's going to get the over, and <laughs> Texas Tech is going to cover. Great. So, yes, to recap last week, Daniel with a 5 – obviously the Oklahoma-West Virginia game didn't get played, but Daniel with a 5-0 and week hit the under 57 in Texas-Iowa State, hit the plus 12.5 for Texas Tech, uh, plus 5.5 for uh, Kansas State, minus 24 for TCU-Kansas, and then, of course, hit Oregon State plus 14. Oregon State with that win, very nice win. I think Jonathan Smith – Civil War, baby. State, doing good things there in Corvallis. Uh, Chris and I both went 3-2. Uh, and two. We both hit – on uh, Iowa State plus one and a half. I missed an under 55 in OSU Texas Tech because who would have known that would be a Big 12 game? Of course, as Chris mentioned, he missed the uh, Oklahoma State uh, minus 10 and a half. We both missed on uh, Baylor minus five. I shouldn't have flipped the pig. Shouldn't have. I blame myself have. there. I'll take that one. You should, you should blame yourself. Um, Chris also hitting in, in TCU minus 24. Kansas overs can you hit for me. Uh, I hit Rutgers plus 13 and a half. Woohoo! And Chris riding the uh, Coastal Carolina train hit on CC minus 16 and a half. Uh, so that brings our total standings. Chris remains in the lead very precariously at 28 and 26. Daniel at 27, 25, and 2. And I am at 24, 29, and 1. With uh, plenty of games still to go, we've got five Big 12 games this week. We're, uh, we're all going to pick a bonus game, which we'll reveal here in a bit. And, of course, we'll have our non-conference game. Uh, we uh, 
We will have three more Big 12 games next week. Actually, four. We have three conference games, and TCU has announced they have added a game against Louisiana Tech on December 12th to get themselves to 10 games, get another home game. So we'll actually have four games to pick next week. And, of course, we'll have bowl games as well and the Big 12 title game. So plenty of opportunity, plenty of games left. This race is not done. Very excited to see where this goes and how this wraps up. Uh, so why don't we just hop right in? We've got plenty of games to pick. Let's jump right straight in. We're going to start, as we do always, with chronological order. Uh, so we'll start with Texas Tech and Kansas. Uh, Texas Tech currently a, roughly a 27.5-point favorite over the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, Texas Tech at home. This open with them is a 31-point favorite. That wins come down. Uh, Over-under open at 58.5. That has gone up. It's pretty much anywhere from 63.5, 64, 64.5. Depends upon where we, where we go and, and look. There's plenty of places to shop for a number. Daniel is our big winner uh, from last week. Where would you, what are you feeling here? This is a tough one to break down. Uh, I'm going to go with Texas tech, just a straight up favorite. I think uh, uh, I'm going to stick with that. I think Kansas has given up and I don't know where they're going to get offense from. Uh, That seems to be holding true every week. And uh, they were just blown out by 24 or more. It is a profitable spot. I know that uh, I'm doing what I hate. I'm sort of betting with my gut a little bit here. Uh, This line has come down. I think 27 is a touch too short. I think Texas Tech is a team that's doing good things and can score. And I think Kansas is a team that doesn't care and is limping to the finish line. This feels like Texas Tech 45-10. 48 17 something like that uh since we yeah, are I like allowed that. to get our number from anywhere that is available on the vegas insider because if you can bet it you can use it uh sportsbetting.com ugh, uh, has this at 25 and a half so that is the best line i can get you and that is what i'll give you i'll take that all day yeah i figured you would uh chris you you agreeing with with, with daniel here yeah i i am because um one if there's anyone more consistent than coastal Carolina, it's Kansas not covering this red. So uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and continue to ride that train. But we saw last week, Texas tech starting to figure out some offense against uh, Oklahoma state's, you know, pretty good defense. And I think that's mostly because, you know, they kind of aired it out a bit. They kind of just went for broke. And I feel like they, uh, yeah, they, they took the loss, but I feel like they were probably a lot more competitive in that game than they expected to be. So uh, I think they – I don't know. I, I, I think they might run up a little bit on the Jayhawks. So give me a Texas Tech. Uh, and if you have been listening to this podcast for a while, you know where I'm going. I'm going to take the over in this game. A South Point has it uh, at 63. Uh, Alan Bowman is back in at quarterback because, let's be honest, he is the better quarterback than Columbia. But, you know, it took him a while to figure that out. And Bowman played well against Oklahoma State. I think – He's going to continue to play well. I think Kansas has shown enough. And although I do think Texas Tech's defense is playing better, I think Kansas has shown enough to say that they'll put up 7 to 14 points. I think Texas Tech can do the rest. Um, I'm going to take the over because I'm going to continue to take the over until it doesn't work. Why would I, you know, don't don't mess with a good thing. Don't mess with, with what ain't broken. So over 63 in this game. So moving on down the line, uh, let's talk about Oklahoma State and TCU uh, in a in a, lo- a game with a line that uh, I'm I'm a little surprised by a little bit not a, not a ton but a little bit Oklahoma State opened as a three point favorite 
down to about two and a half, uh, pretty much across the board. Over under open at 54 and a half. That's now down to 51, 51 and a half. Uh, Chris, I'm, I'm so sorry that I robbed you of, of the Oklahoma State last week. So I tell you what, I don't want to sway you in any way here. What would you like to go? Where would you like to go with this game? Yikes. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know off the top of my head. Interestingly enough, ESPN's uh, FBI actually favors TCU in this game, uh, which is a little surprising, you know, considering the the two seasons these schools had. But I don't, I, I'm going to take – and I was going to say I was never going to pick Oklahoma State to cover again. <laughs> and that lasted – about 30 seconds so i'll go ahead and take <laughs> oklahoma state to cover okay <clears throat> um since we're using the site that has the one line that's completely <laughs> different from everybody else which is the problem i have with it like this is my problem with using sportsbank.com i understand we use it but their line is always drastically different from everyone else's like mm-hmm. drastically different from everyone else's for the most part which is strange to me and tells me there's something weird going on let, let me ask you a question yeah hypothetically uh-huh. In a game like this, if uh-huh. I took TCU on the money line, would that get me an extra half a point in the in our little game? No. <laughs> you just want to pick TCU straight up? Maybe. Then you should. Yeah, you should I'm just take. saying, in a game that, if, if we wanted to go take the underdog straight up on the money line, could we win an extra half a point in our little game? Uh, no, because we don't really have like. It's not a point system. It's just wins losses. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know how to how to calculate that, especially since we have like pushes here, which is messing. No, you don't. No, no. Just take what you want, and then we'll, we'll right. move on. Okay. I'm sorry. Maybe we can look at that for next year. We'll add a a money line sprinkle. I believe is the term that is used. That's uh, right. Is that, yeah, money line sprinkle. Correct. So maybe next year we'll we'll add that into it. Um. Yeah, I understand the whole point. Yeah, to clarify. My pick is Oklahoma State. But I was right. So I can get you. I can get you OSU minus one and a half. Okay. Um, which should be pretty good. In fact, I know that we don't have the best track record when we agree, and I need to go back and see what that is. I don't think it's great. Uh, it was well one and one last week when you and I agreed. Um, so maybe it's not terrible. But I I agree with you here. Look. It, the the idea of OSU being a double digit favorite it's not it's not good. I saw the FPI from ESPN. I don't love ESPN's FPI rankings anyways, so I'm not sure how much stock I put into that. Um, here's my thing in this game. It's that TCU secondary, like their two deep has a bunch of former walk-ons, and I don't and I don't mean to slander walk-ons. I think there's some amazing players who have come from being walk-ons, but the point is, these teams are beat up. Um, these teams are just getting to the end of the season, but I don't. I just I oh TCU's offense is has got three guys trying to run it. It's that saying of like if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. This is like if you have three guys running your offense, do you actually have an offensive coordinator? I think TCU's defense is not what it normally is. I think it's prone to the big play. I think Oklahoma State's getting up some big run plays, but I think Oklahoma State going on the road should win this game. I. I love that we can get it at one and a half because that makes me feel really good. And I feel like OSU favored by three feels about right. Field goal feels good. So I'm going to go ahead and take Oklahoma State as well. I think they win this game. I think they cover that one and a half. Um, I don't, I don't think this is, yeah. 
I was going to say, before we get to Daniel, I, I do have two questions. Because uh, how much do we see Desmond Jackson this game? A lot. And does losing Jinx, Jenkins on the on the O-line, as bad as it is, how much of, of a factor is that? I think, I think that, let me just say, last week the offensive line looked good because for the first time in a while the five starters all practiced at the same time together for a full week. And Jenkins was not participating. He was already done. So I think in that situation, I think they'll be okay. I don't think the offensive line is going to be the issue. I think it's going to be the game plan and how many times Spencer Sanders turns the ball over. Okay. All right. So I'll take OSU uh, minus one and a half. Uh, Daniel, what's your feel here? Uh, Circa opened this total at 54.5. There actually hasn't been a lot of moves against the total, but uh, – there, there were two moves that, that moved this thing down. It went down to 52, then immediately down to 51.5, where you can still get it. Um, I think metric-wise, these are two very similar teams. You had said TCU is actually favored on ESPN's uh, power rankings. Um, raw numbers, I have Oklahoma State favored by two, and then it comes into question sort of, you know, what's home field advantage these days? So... With all of that said, we've got two teams that perform the same. You have moves to the under. I think this is going to be a tight game. I think this is going to be one uh, where you have a TCU offense that I think has some identity issues. They're not really scoring over, I think it's about 25, 26 points a game. And you have Oklahoma State who is losing arguably their best O-lineman and they're leaning on the run. I think that sort of favors maybe TCU making some stops. 51.5 to the under, I'm going to go with it. I think this is going to be – this is, this number is going to come right up to it, but I'm picturing 27, 24, 24-21, some game like that. So give me that under. Yeah, 51.5, uh, best I can get you uh, from what I can find. So very nice, very nice there. Uh, one last morning game, Texas facing Kansas State headed to Manhattan. Texas currently at roughly an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, I get to go first here. So I'm going to say I'm going to take uh, Kansas State to cover this. Uh, well, let's say they were an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. That number seems to have moved a bit since I started putting all our stuff together. Oh, hello, Win Las Vegas. You want to give me Texas at minus nine-and-a-half? I'm going to lock that in before it disappears <laughs> because I'm going to take Kansas State plus Nine and a half. Look, Texas has already had their best offensive lineman opt out for this season. Caden Stearns, one of their starting corners, a captain, the second captain to opt out for the rest of the season. There's questions about Tom Herman. How invested is this team? And we talked about this on, on the pod on Monday. Like, how invested is this Texas team? I don't know how much they care. You're going to Manhattan. Kansas State is reeling, but I think they're so much better at home than they are on the road. I don't love Kansas State. I don't love Will Howard. But if I can get this at nine and a half, I am taking Kansas State all day. Uh, Texas probably wins this, probably kind of like that West Virginia game where they got the win, but it was far from impressive because Texas really hasn't had an impressive win that I can think of outside of the fact that they beat Oklahoma State. They weren't impressive in that win, but they got that win. I think Kansas State covers this. I'm going to take the the Wildcats at, at, at plus nine and a half. Uh, let's see, Chris. Yeah, um, I mean, you have starters opting out. It kind of gives you the mood in the locker room. 
then again, you could say that for Oklahoma State too. And uh, Texas this season, they, they feel like it's over. I mean, that's telling you right there, those guys feel like the season's over. But I don't know if the mood and it can any better because, you know, four losses in a row, it's kind of tough. This one is uh, – I, I want to say Texas. If, if no outside, you know, factors of the locker room and all that, I would say Texas smashes Kansas State. And I believe that because I don't think Kansas State's very good. So with those factors, though, I, I do feel like it's closer and I feel like you have a lot of value in, in your pick there getting it at nine and a half. But I do feel like this is probably a game Texas wins by, I would say, at least 10. I don't feel great about it, but I'm going to take the Longhorns. Okay. I can get you minus seven is the best line for, for your side of that. Um, so that is what I'll give you if that's what you want. Uh, Daniel, where are you going here? Let's see. This is another one that uh, what's open mid fifties, I believe. Yeah, open fifty four and a half over at Circa. Uh, wasn't really no big moves to the under, but uh, this thing has crept down to sort of in the fifty one to fifty one and a half territory. What I love is that we're going to have 13, 15, even seventeen mile an hour crosswinds uh, this Saturday. We also have a Texas team that is really. If you go look at the past two or three games. They have really shut down the run uh, against teams. They've been performing very well on, on paper against the run, especially on early downs, getting teams into, you know, second and eights and uh, third and seven, stuff like that. And that is not an area. I mean, look, K-State doesn't do a lot of things well, but those second and third and longs, this K-State team is going to be really, really hampered being put in those situations. Uh, like, for, for a lot of the same reasons I liked the under last week with Texas and Iowa State, just because of the, the pace that Texas is taking, I'm coming back again on the under here. K-State's going to be in second and third and long situations. They're not going to convert. And I feel like this is a game where Texas is going to do just enough to get a win, but not blow this game wide open. So I see a 51 and a half being hung over at Bet Online with uh, the high winds. Totals come down, situ- team situations under all day. Cash it. Yeah, I got you quite a few 51 and a half, so I will give you the under there. It's two straight under 51 and a half in the Big 12. What has happened to this? What? 2020, <laughs> man. 2020. So that's three morning games. I don't know about you guys, but I know how I'm going to be enjoying them. It's with a nice, hot cup of Lazy Fair coffee. Ethically sourced beans from around the world roasted right in the heart of Big 12 country in DFW. Five great flavors i just bought three bags for holiday gifts okay two bags of the cafe cubano uh, one for my father-in-law he doesn't listen to his pods so we're good and one for i guess he's an uncle i there's there's family around here it's weird relational stuff like i don't know anyways point is two bags for gifts and then a bag for my office because it's time for us to get another nice bag of coffee to share uh, in january get the year started the right way got myself the uh, good morning vietnam you know the, the black napalm sounds really really good if you've got friends and family that you're buying gifts for, coffee is a fantastic gift. Why not give a really good bag? Go to lazyfaircoffee.com, L-A-Z-Y-F-A-I-R, coffee. Grab a bag, grab two bags, however many you want. Throw in the promo code 1012, get 10% off your order. Don't forget, if you live in the DFW area, you can get free shipping. That's, that's fantastic. Free shipping and 10% off on a great gift for this holiday season. 
no reason not to go. So Lazy Fair Coffee, give them a follow on Instagram. Okay, we got some neat stuff there. I'm trying to convince them they should do some Instagram promotions so you might see something pop up on Instagram. But go to follow them on the gram, go to the site, get a couple bags, use the promo code, and enjoy a really good bag of beans while you're watching college football this Saturday morning. All right, so one of the biggest games of the weekend for the Big 12, Iowa State and West Virginia. Cyclones, currently a six and a half point favorite facing off against the Mountaineers. I think it's my, actually, you know what, Daniel? I think it's your time to go first here. Uh, I'm seeing it at six and a half. I'm seeing it at seven and a half. I'm seeing it at sevens. You've got a lot of options here. Over, under, open at 48 and a half. I'm seeing 49 and a half, uh, pretty much across the board. Which way do you want to go? This is a really tough game to cap. Um, Iowa State coming off that close win last week. You know, it felt like a big game. You know, I don't know if it really was. You know, when we look back on the season, we look at Texas and Iowa State. I don't know what we're going to say. Uh, it's going to be cold. We got, you know, temperatures in the high 30s. In theory, this is going to be a tight game, close-knit game. Uh, another low total. This thing opened at 48 and a half, and it's just still sort of there, 48 and a half, 49. Uh, gosh, I'm doing this again this week. Like, it's such a such a sin to do as a better something tells me Iowa state covers this spread. This is six and a half. It feels a touch short. It did open at eight. I'm not really sure why there's the love on West Virginia. West Virginia is even getting more tickets this week right now. As we sit, Iowa state is sort of a contrarian home favorite. And I sort of like that spot for this team. This feels like the kind of week where everyone's expecting West Virginia to come in hang, play a close game, leave the score low, or, you know, keep the game tight in sort of a 21-17 range. I feel like the opposite might happen. I, I think this might be sort of a 28-13 kind of win for Iowa State. I think there's just a touch too much firepower right now with this Iowa State offense. So give me that six and a half. They're going to cover it against West Virginia. Uh, Daniel, you and I are in agreement here. Um, couple other things, I think, just from an emotional standpoint. Iowa State getting that win over Texas. They are, I mean, win this game, they're going to Arlington. I mean, they're pretty much going to Arlington anyways. But win this game, you're going to Arlington. You just had the latest playoff rankings come out. Iowa State, number nine. They are a top 10 team in the country in the rankings that matter. You're already hearing the Matt Campbell, Michigan, Matt Campbell, Texas, whatever rumors. I think this team is going to be motivated, really motivated to come out at home. They're going to have fans too. They're, they're going to let fans come back to the stadium in Ames, Jack Trice, for this game. I think this is going to be an emotionally charged Iowa State team facing a West Virginia team that is not very good on the road. I agree. I think Iowa State has a big game with a lot of eyeballs with everything going their way, everything coming up Iowa State. I think Iowa State has a really big game on Saturday and and easily covers this six and a half. So you and I are in agreement here. Uh, Chris, what are you feeling? Yeah, I'm, I tend to agree with you guys, but there's a few things that uh, give me pause. One is, you know, just the history repeats itself kind of thing. This Iowa State team feels a lot like the 2011 Oklahoma State team who – got tripped up ironically by Iowa state. And I feel like, is this a situation where 
the Cyclones are so close. They don't just get tripped up here at the end by West Virginia. Um, and, and then you have the West Virginia defense, who in their own right are, are really, really good. And the offense, though, I'm not a believer in Deggie. I've made that clear. But the offense, they are figuring out the offense under Deggie, and they're keeping him limited, to, limiting his deep ball. You know, he, he doesn't really air it out a lot. He's not very accurate when he airs it out. Most of the passes are 5, 10 yards, and then they, they you know, they have routes that create backyards. So that, uh, you know, crossing routes and stuff. So they are figuring out the offense under him, and he's, uh, he's taking care of the ball well at this point, which is great for West Virginia. However, I mean, Purdy, he's just the better quarterback. He might struggle against the West Virginia defense. I do like that it's under, under touchdown. If I get it under touchdown, then I'm with you guys of Iowa State. Uh, but I, I like that it's at Jack Trice. If this was in West Virginia, I might be tempted to take the Mountaineers here, but I'm going to take Iowa State with you guys. After all that, he agrees. <laughs> uh, yes. I, it's always scary. It's always scary. I, I got to I gotta hedge my bet. I got to <laughs> say, you know, I'm taking this bet. This is why I'm wrong. I need to track some records. I need to try. I need to do a better job keeping track of our when so and so and so and so agree. This is what happens over the course of the season. I'm going to do that for next week. I'm going to do a little, do a little hashtag research. Look, we've already talked about a great holiday gift being a bag of beans from Lazy Bear Coffee. You know what another great holiday gift is? Comfortable vintage college sports apparel from home field apparel we love having these guys as a sponsor this season they are absolutely fantastic they have something for everyone if you're a big 12 fan of iowa state and baylor they've got stuff for you absolutely if you're a fan of other teams let's say you like smu okay let's say you like memphis let's say you like michigan or auburn they've got some of the best most well-researched most interesting and awesome college sports apparel you're going to find Again, they've got really comfortable sweaters, great t-shirts, hoodies, joggers. They've got something for everyone on your shopping list. And we've got a great deal for you. 20% off your first order when you use the promo code 1012. Just a heads up, today we're recording this on December 2nd. This will be up on December 3rd. If you want to guarantee your order in time for Christmas, you need to get your order in by December 12th. That's what they're saying right now. By December 12th, if you want that order in, to put that gift wrapped and under the tree for Christmas morning. So go to homefieldapparel.com right now. Pick out a few things. Put them in your cart. You can also get gift cards. Okay, Use 1012, first order. Get 20% off. And give the gift of some awesome, super comfortable college sports apparel. Like, look, guys, I mean, Delaware, Tulane, Pitt, Michigan State, Hawaii, Auburn. Guys, they've got more than 100 different schools. These things are awesome. If you haven't been yet, go check it out. Make sure and follow them on Twitter. They are a ton of fun. I do feel bad for them because Michael Penix is out for Indiana for the rest of the year. And that is disappointing for Indiana because that might be the end of 9 Indiana. And if you don't know what that means, Twitter. Twitter. Just go find out. We're going to get to our last Big 12 game in a minute. But I wanted to do something this week. College, fo- college game day. ESPN's college game day is going to Coastal Carolina on Saturday for their game. Coastal Carolina, unbeaten, going to be in the Sun Belt, Fun Belt championship game, and they are welcoming Liberty. One loss, Liberty, lost in a close one to NC State to town. College game day there. We've talked about, about Coastal. This is Chris's favorite non-Big 12 bet. But I thought this week, just for fun, we're going to all bet Coastal Carolina. 
So we're going to do that right now. The Chanticleers, which is such a fun word to say. Chanticleers open as a seven-point favorite. Uh, that line is all over the place. I can get you at eight. I can get you at 11. I can get you at 12 and a half. Uh, over under a 53 and a half. That one also kind of all over the place. 53, 54, 56. Uh, Chris, these are your these are your your darling Chanticleers. So let me just say, where would you like to go first here? Well, first, I would like to say that um, stop trying to. You took my my non Big Twelve pick, and now I come up with another non Big Twelve pick, which you told me like ten seconds before we were recording. So my non Big Twelve pick here coming up will be interesting. But uh, yeah, as soon as you're down by a couple of games, all of a sudden we start adding games to our picks so i i see it you're trying to make us some ground. A fun exercise and you're trying, you're trying to, to make us around all over it <laughs> uh, time's running out i get it i get it but i will uh of course i'm taking coastal carolina i just have to take coastal carolina because it is what it is they have game day it's i was already gonna do it because of game day i was already taking them just gonna ride the train so uh i don't have a lot to say on it other than I'll just keep taking Coastal Carolina until my luck runs out. Uh, Philip, just so if I could help you out here, the, the lines, you'll see some books that have eights and eight and a halfs. Those are actually deadlines. That line has been pulled. If it's up anywhere, it's currently 11 or 11 and a half. Okay. So that's good yeah. to know because I was about to yeah. give him an eight, but now I'm not going to. Um, I do see a 10 at DraftKings, which is if you can get it, you can have it. So I guess yeah, I'll give I mean, you I might a 10. Well the push. 10 DraftKings. Whatever. Okay. Um, Daniel, what do you think? Which I feel like is why you're adding games because you're mad that they changed the rules last week. No, I just thought this would be, literally thought this would be a fun (laughs) thing for us to do. And Chris over here, grinching it up, holiday style. Uh, (laughs) Daniel, where do you want to go? So the reason for the line move, uh, quarterback's name, Malik Williams, that's right. Um, He may or may not have COVID. Unknown right, right now. So, you know, it looks like he's worth maybe three, four, five points to the spread here. Um, I think Coastal Carolina is probably, uh, in in the betting sense, they're probably about as as expensive as, as they can possibly be right now. You know that that line, eleven and a half. Liberty's a decent team. I mean, this is they're they're not a slouch team. They've uh, uh, they've had some big wins this season. This is a complete team as well. I think 11 and a half is just too much. Interestingly enough, Liberty has covered the spread more than Coastal Carolina has this year. Yeah, they've been a quiet, great team to bet on. And, um, you know, if it turns out this kid can play, this 11 and a half that we can grab right now is going to be a gift. And if he's not going to play, I think the market's already reacted. And I think Coastal Carolina is too expensive as it is. So, I'm going to go take Liberty 11 and a half. Yeah, I like that. Um, actually, my good friend, uh, because we use all the things that you can bet, I can actually get you this at 12 and a half because of sportsbetting.com. So if you would like Liberty plus 12 and a half, I'm going to give it to you. Because I rescind guess, my challenge from last week. Too bad. Uh, because guess what? I, I think I agree with Daniel. I think, look, so, yes, I see the report that Malik Willis, uh, the quarterback for Liberty, has sources say tested positive for COVID. If that's the case, he will not play. I still think that Liberty is a solid team. Coastal Carolina gets this game at home. This is a big season. I think Liberty's been 
pretty good. Uh, I think this is two head coaches that are in contention for SEC jobs right now. But I agree. Like, I think Coastal Carolina wins this. I have no problem saying Coastal wins this. I just, if I can get it at plus 12 and a half, basically, yeah, that that feels good. So I'm going to agree with Daniel. I'm going to take Liberty to cover the 12 and a half and say Coastal wins, but that just feels like too big a line against I think one of the best teams they will have faced this season, even without Malik Willis. Like I, that's that's how I feel about Liberty. I don't like Liberty. We dog Liberty all the time for good reason. But they're a good football program. They're a good football team. So I'm, I think plus 12 and a half is a good fit. All right, so let's wrap up our Big 12 picks. Oklahoma, a 22-point favorite over the Baylor Bears. Uh, now, caveat, this is assuming this game gets played. There are concerns you know Oklahoma had to postpone their game against West Virginia due to, to COVID issues uh Bob Stoops is going to be on the sidelines for Oklahoma because the reports of how many Oklahoma coaches are going to be out due to COVID and contract tracing so as of now this game is on Baylor uh, athletic director uh, Rhodes has mentioned that Baylor is talked to some schools about a potential non-conference game here if this game gets canceled uh, that won't be postponed because Oklahoma already has a makeup game and so does Baylor on December 12th. So if this game doesn't happen, it's not happening at all. But Oklahoma right now, about a 22-point favorite, over-under at 62 and a half. Uh, I guess it's my turn here. I don't know. Man, I just don't know how I feel about this game. I don't think Baylor's as bad as their record shows. They've been in games. They've had leads. They've blown them late, right? Uh, they had a big lead over Iowa State. Blew it. Uh, they they had a lead over Texas Tech in the fourth quarter. Blew it. They came back against Kansas State last week. It was very good. Very good. But this game is on the road in Norman. Bob's going to be there on the sideline. Good old Bob. Taking a break from, from being a tequila salesman to go back to college football coaching. I think OU wins this. Like, I have no doubt. OU's playing great. My question is, do I think Oklahoma covers, what's the best I can get, a 20.5-point line over Baylor? I think with everything going on at OU, I think they are significantly better than Baylor. But if I can get this at 22 and a half, which I can at DraftKings, since, oh, I can't get bet, at bet MGM? Oh, perfect. I can get Oklahoma minus plus, Baylor plus 22 and a half. I'm going to take Baylor plus 22 and a half. I think Oklahoma wins this. I have no concerns about that. But I think. I think Baylor is better than people think they are. They're not good, but they're better than people think they are. I think they can keep this within three scores. So at 22 and a half, that gives me a point and a half of wiggle room. I will take Baylor plus 22 and a half here. Uh, Chris, what are you feeling? Yeah, what a weird year this is with COVID. We have old legendary coaches coming back. We have the NFL trying to play coaches. Such a strange year. Okay. But with that said, Oklahoma is a lot better than Baylor, a lot better. And there's one factor. I The line is big, and I don't like the line. But Oklahoma has a lot of ground to make up to get in the college football playoff. And they're currently 11th. I think they're going to try to run up the score a bit here and, and kind of show out against a, a team that uh, nationally, I think, is a, you know, you take out the – all the scandal stuff is a respected name football wise. And if, if Oklahoma puts up a, a big score here, 
it, it doesn't matter what Baylor's done recently. People will just see it and be like, oh, wow, that's impressive. And I do think that that Oklahoma is going to is going to try to make a statement here and, and run that up. And they might – it's a big number. I don't like it. But they might win by 28 or so. So I'll, I'll go ahead and take the Sooners to, to cover. Uh, it looks like the best I can get you is – I see 20 and a half for Oklahoma looking at my lines. So that is what we will go with if you're going to go with the – the Sooners in this one, yeah, 20 and a half is best I can do for you. So, uh, Daniel, what uh, what are you leaning? Let's see here. This totals right now, what are we sitting at? 62 and a half, something like that, 63. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Baylor, Baylor's last five games. We think, you know, they got the defensive coach from LSU. We think of a team that they're barely competent, but maybe they lean on their defense. 31, 24, 38, 33, 27. Those are the scores that they have given up in their past five games. These guys aren't really stopping anybody. I mean, they gave up 33 to TCU, almost 40 to Iowa State, 24 to Texas Tech, 31 to K-State. Oklahoma, if they choose to, they're going to be able to name their score this Saturday. Uh, On the flip side of that, Baylor, one of their few strengths this year has been garbage time scoring. You know, when they're down by, you know, we'll just say double digits or 14 or 17 plus, Charlie Brewer is actually, that's when he can put some points on the board and make something happen. So I think this is going to be a game where Oklahoma is going to be able to score when they want to, when they need to. And then Baylor is going to be in a position all game long you know, we'll say sort of down 17, down 24, down 28 this whole time. They're going to be able to be putting in some scores, especially throughout the second half. I think this game goes way over. I think uh, like a little bit of what Chris said, you know, Oklahoma wants to make a statement. Why won't Oklahoma go out and score 45, 52, something like that. And Baylor's going to come along for the ride and they're going to go put up their 24, 28, 31, somewhere in that range. And we're going to fly over that total of 62 and a half. So give me that over. I like it. I also think Stoops on the sideline adds a little bit of motivation or whatever, a little bit of excitement for a lot of those players. Mm-hmm. But if Daniel's pointed here on Baylor's, you know, with a nice backdoor cover for me, I could I, actually, you know, Chris, you and I could both be right. It's like Oklahoma could win by 21 and we're mm-hmm. both sitting pretty, which is a nice thing. Uh, okay. So let's hit our, our non big 12 outside of coastal. Um, uh, Let's move through this a little bit quickly. I I will go with, and I had a hard time picking here, but the line that sticks out to me the most, Missouri opened as a one-point favorite over Arkansas. Uh, That line has gone up to three. I I don't understand that line. I I think Arkansas is a better team than Missouri is. I know it's on the road, but I I just do. So if I can get the, and and the Hogs have been a a good bet, uh, obviously not, Florida, I could get it. And I think there's a little bit too much that's been put on Arkansas. It's not as valuable as it used to be. But Missouri, minus three. Um, I will take I will take Arkansas plus three. I think Arkansas covers. I actually kind of think they're going to win this game. I think they're just better than Missouri. So I will take the Hogs to continue a, a, a really nice season uh, in their first year with Sam Pittman. Uh, Chris? Oh, yes. I had... Uh... I had 30 seconds to make this pick, so I'm going to make it fun. I'm going to make it interesting. 
And I'm going to go to the Big Ten to the game of the week in all of college football, Penn State at Rutgers. I am a, I'm going to take Rutgers. And I don't have a lot of, you know, I haven't really spent a lot of time breaking this game down. But Rutgers, as bad as they are, they are fairly competent against the spread. And I, I think they're getting, you know, they, they had a big win last week. Um, and Penn State had actually a huge win last week for them. But I feel like maybe kind of, you know, a little bit of light down after that, after beating Michigan. And, you know, we know Michigan's having their issues. But I still think it's a big win for a program like Penn State right now. So, I like it. Rutgers. <laughs> Rutgers won for me last week, so don't feel bad. I like it. I like it. Daniel, what are you feeling? Okay, I'm flying high. This came off a of five in a week. Uh, I'm picking a game here that I'm either going to look like a genius or like a complete fool. Ohio State is traveling to Michigan State this week. The game is still on as of right now. Ohio State has been battling COVID issues for two weeks now. The head coach is not going to be able to travel with the team. Michigan State is the just the worst team in college football, and they beat Northwestern last week, and they've got a nice win against Michigan, and then they have games where they look like they're a Division II team getting shut out Indiana, blown out by Iowa. This team makes absolutely no sense. This entire game makes no sense, and it stinks. Ohio State is to go on the road without their coach, I mean, how good are they? You know, Ohio State's given up 35 points to Indiana, 27 to Rutgers, 25 to Penn State, and that game was closer than it looked. Nebraska was a convincing win, but I don't know, man. I, I don't know how good this Ohio State team is that's supposedly the number four team in the country. And if Michigan State is so, so bad, and everyone just thinks, oh, Ohio State's going to blow this them out, this is ripe for to be a close game for absolutely no reason. Like what the hell is Michigan state doing hanging around with Ohio state and making this the thing, a game where at the end of the day, it's like Ohio state squeaks out a 10 point win or 13 point win or something like that. And maybe it's even tied at halftime. I'm running with Michigan state here, 23 and a half. The 24s are gone. I had bet that personally earlier in the week, but I still want to give out that 23 and a half Michigan state. Yeah, we're, we're getting dangerously close to a whole nother conversation with the college football playoff in Ohio State and uh, the the Big Ten Conference as it sits right now. So we're flirting with that conversation that it's, it's really taking a lot for me not to get into. Hey, if Michigan State can just pull out the W on Saturday, there's no more conversation. Over. Well, uh, just as a, uh, an update, Michigan and Maryland has been canceled for this week due to COVID cases in Michigan. So it may not matter because Michigan, Ohio State may not be able to play that Ohio State can't be in the Big Ten championship game. And guess what? The playoff committee won't care. They'll probably still put a four win or a four and oh or five and oh Ohio State in the tournament into the playoff because they don't really care. They're going to do whatever they want and they all love Ohio State. So here we are. And I'm not going to get into playoff talk because. We're not going to do that here because we don't care about the playoff. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll add this. If COVID could do one thing for us, please move us closer to an 18 playoff. Amen. It might. It might just do that. Uh, 
We'll, of course, wait and see how all these picks break down this weekend on Saturday. Very excited for all of those things. So uh, do us a favor. Give us a follow on Twitter as we will tweet about everything going on at 1012podcast, T-E in the number 12 of the word podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at 1012pod where we do Instagram lives every Wednesday night and post exclusive content there. Of course, follow our good friends, Daniel Alexander at dannerb 7 on Twitter, ask how you can get in the awesome Slack group and uh, talk about talk about betting. Talk about it. There's lots to bet right now. And of course, follow our good friend Chris Ross. Not at his personal Twitter, as he tells us to follow the LGG account at the underscore LGG, where he will tweet about Big 12 action all weekend. We will be back on Monday to break down everything that happened this weekend. Hope to talk to you guys then. Podcast Network.